What is going on, Z community? Welcome to the Personal Finance in Canada show. I am your host, Tamar Z's, and today we're going to be discussing where you should invest your money. So this is hands down with the most asked question from all of the platforms on our Z community. And we're going to be picking from four different things today. The TFSA, the RRSP, the HESA, and a non-registered account. So before we dive into it, if this is your first ever time investing, don't open any of these accounts. If anything, you should be opening a paper trading account. Now, if you've only heard about the stock market and don't really know how things work around here, do not open up any of these accounts other than a paper trading account. Paper trading is also known as simulation trading, and it's usually offered by any stockbroker, including the big banks. With simulation trading, you are basically using fake money because you don't want to lose any of your hard-earned money. So the reason I suggest opening a paper trading account is because the stock market is kind of filled with surprises. You got to understand that. And with a paper trading account, you will, because you need to be comfortable with the fact that you can place an investment and then wake up the next morning to find out that it's all gone. Along with the lessons that a paper trading account will teach you, I also find it very useful to test out different strategies. And this is the second instance where you should have a paper trading account. Now, if you've gotten familiar with the market and how stocks work, you'll probably have to test out a certain strategy due time. Now, do not get discouraged just because you're using fake money, because even with the most successful investors, they have to test out their strategies before using them. And I know this is super cliche to say, but one of the most popular rules that the top dog investor Warren Buffett has said is step one, never lose money. And step two, never forget step one. Your paper training account will be your drawing board for new strategies and ideas. And once you've confirmed that your strategy works, then we can move on with what actual accounts you can use next. Now with the TFSA, you should definitely open this up if you are within the first tax bracket. Tax brackets are ranges of income levels that you will fit under for the Canadian government and the government of whatever province or territory that you are in. Now the first level tax bracket for the federal government or the government of Canada is anywhere between $0 and $49,020. This means if you're making anywhere between this range, then you fit within the first tax bracket. The reason I suggest using a TFSA when you're in the lower tax bracket is because most of the benefits that an RRSP will give you is for when you climb up the tax bracket ranks, which brings me to the instances where it might be best for you to use your RRSP first. Now the RRSP or also known as the Registered Retirement Savings Plan, as I said, this is only good if you are in the second tax bracket or higher. This is because you can take advantage of something called deductions, which we talked a lot about in episode 11. So be sure to check that out if you haven't yet. Now, another reason that you should use your RRSP is if your employer has a match program. Now, a match program, believe it or not, is when your employer will actually give you free money to invest within their companies. And it's usually through something that is called an employer match program or something along those lines. Now, I'm not even joking. This is actually a thing. How this works is that you tell your employer how much you're willing to put into their investment from your paycheck. Whatever the amount is, your employer will add a percentage on top of it and add it within your investment. Let's just say that you decided to dedicate 10% of your paycheck into your match program, which is, let's just say, $500. If your employer has a 50% match, they will give you an extra $250 for free. Now, with these types of programs, you should always be using them if available because they are basically ways that you could supercharge your investment portfolios. 
And be sure to ask your HR about details about this because I've heard of some instances where there are some loopholes and you just want to look into it first. Another reason you should use the RRSP is if you are planning to buy a house sometime soon or if you're planning to go to college or university. Now, before we get into this part, um, for the tuition, I would only recommend this option if you do not qualify for any student loans from the government, either federal or provincial. But if you plan on doing either one of these two, you can use the HPP, the Home Buyers Plan, and the LLP, the Lifelong Learning Plan, which are both plans that are offered by the RRSP. You can use the HBP as a down payment or some sort of payment for your house, and you can use the LLP to pay towards tuition or other education costs. Now, Z community, are you finding value from this episode so far? If you are, be sure that you're sharing this with a friend and a family member. And based on what platform you're listening from, be sure you're following and subscribed to the podcast. Now on to the next type of account. When should you use a HESA or a high interest savings account? Before I even get into this, I beg you to not use a HESA as an investment account. These things will barely only give you 0.5%. And most of the time, they're just a better option than saving money in, in your shoebox. Now, there are some bonus offers out there for high interest savings accounts where they give you anywhere from one4 to 2.5%. And if you decide to take advantage of these, which I highly recommend, then you should only place three things in it. Your emergency funds, which are savings that'll cover three to six months worth of expenses. Fast cash funds, which are savings that'll cover unexpected expenses that aren't necessarily emergencies or savings that you will need within the next year or two. This can really be anything as long as you need the money within that time frame. Now I say this because these are all short-term savings rather than investments and you don't really know when you're gonna have to dive into them. Because at the end of the day, you don't wanna be in a situation where you lose 50% of your savings because you thought a stock would go in one direction, but it ends up going in a completely different one. Now, last but not least, the non-registered accounts. Even though there aren't any specific tax benefits as seen with the TFSA or the RRSP, I would really consider this as the pinnacle of your investment journey. Because once you make it here, you know you've done a good job with your investing, because you've already maxed out your TFSA and RRSP accounts, and you're just waiting until next year to get new contribution rooms. Generally speaking, you wanna use a non-registered account after you've completed your emergency fund, your fast cash fund, and you've maximized your TFSA and RRSP contribution rooms. Now, just a little note, if you already have built an emergency fund of anywhere from three to six months, I would encourage you to build a larger emergency fund to last you about a year's worth of expenses. Because at the end of the day, you can never be too prepared for an emergency. On the other hand, a fast cash fund is really just a set amount that doesn't go any higher than $1,000. On the last instance where you should use a non-registered account is if you want to open up a margin account. Margin is when you are borrowing money from your broker to make investments. Now, it kind of sucks because you can't open up a margin within your TFSA or RRSP, but you can't have your cake and eat it too. Now, be sure if you found value in this episode to share it with a friend who would also gain as much value from it. And at the end of the day, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels. Anyway, Z community, thank you for listening to the Personal Finance in Canada show. This is your host, Tamara Aziz, signing out. Peace.